What would you say if I told you that the American Dream Dusty Rhodes once brought a gorilla onto nationwide television? Well, that's exactly what happened, and we are here to tell you about it. I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'd like to welcome you to Behind the Gorilla, a podcast where we delve into the wild, wacky, and crazy side of professional wrestling. Hey everyone, this is our inaugural episode of Behind the Gorilla. Alright, let's do it. Been talking about it for, for a couple weeks now and finally are able to sit down and record it. We got a crazy episode. The main topic we're going to discuss is there was an episode of NWA World Championship Wrestling back from 1985 where Dusty Rhodes brought a grill onto TV. That's going to be the main topic, but first we're going to talk about current current situations of uh, wrestling right now. So what do you think about this week on Raw? Uh, dude, Bailey's back. I Bailey's love back. it. They got Bailey. She's interesting again. You know, they managed to um, just kill her off completely when she first got called up and i get it you know it's it's hard to kind of maintain an underdog sort of character like she had but they just gave her the title straight away and then she didn't really they didn't do anything with it they kind of referenced that she was good because she came up from nxt but there were a lot of people who felt like she should have replicated that long build that she had at nxt where She's not quite on the level of, you know, Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. Yeah. And Which she should be. And she is at this point, so I, I get she, that. Physically, she is. Oh, she's, yeah. She's better as than a, most of those. As a worker, yeah. No, I agree. I just think it's, you know, from a storytelling perspective, they've been in the big leagues for a little bit longer. They should be kind of the next notch up, that sort of thing. And by giving her the title as quickly as they did, they kind of lost an opportunity to build that up again. Yeah. But then she lost it to Alexa Bliss and has just kind of been not toiling in the undercard because there's only like eight women on Raw. <laughs> That's but true. just kind of hanging out for a couple of months. And now I think they have a really good opportunity to build her organically again. And that's what they've been doing. They let her work with Sasha again. Yeah. And I mean, that's best what they needed. When you have... Right. I mean, they're just, they're just good for each other. They're great. When you have a baby face that's as pure as Bailey is. She's only going to be as good as a heel she's working off of. Mm-hmm. And when they let, like Sasha hasn't even turned full heel yet. No. they prob- It's probably coming. Yeah, they keep waiting and I'm not really sure why. I I wonder if they aren't going to flip it and turn Bailey heel just because everyone is ready for Sasha to turn heel. But why? Oh, like that, that would serve... I don't know if it would work. I just think that's one of those things where... You know, Vince or whoever it is is looking around and says, "Oh, well, they all think it's going to be Sasha." Well, you know, just left turn and it'll be Bailey. I don't. I I'm curious to see how she works as a heel, but you'd like to see her get a really good, strong, you know, babyface NXT Bailey run in first. Mm -hmm. And I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't trust them to pull that off in the long term, quite frankly. But yeah, you know, she's gotten a couple good wins, and I like that they've been doing. These one-on-one matches the last yes, few weeks. Yes, I do too. I do too. I, I love, I miss one-on-one matches. It seems like right now we're not having any one-on-one matches. So I, I like that. Especially in the women's division yeah. where, God bless them, since the Divas Revolution started, it's been tag match, tag match, tag match. That's true. And then Paige brought her girls up. It's been tag match, tag match, tag match. 
This is not the worst thing in the world to have a deeper roster, but you're right. It's hard to establish a hierarchy when there's no real matches, Mm -hmm. you know? And I like how they've been, you know, they had had Sasha fight Asuka a couple weeks ago. Real good match, gave him a lot of time. it was. Just barely lost. And then the next week, they had Bailey do the same thing, just barely lost. And that... You know, it's not that anybody's getting buried, but now you have a pecking order. You have Asuka, who's right. up here right on top. She's going to run through everybody until she gets to the title, unless something goes horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but then right below that, you know, you have Bailey and Sasha, and when one of them eventually beats her, it's going to be a bigger deal because you can see that hierarchy at work there. I mm-hmm. think it just works better for the storytelling. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. But then, kind of on the same, if we've been, you know, we're talking about this whole, the whole women's revolution and everything, which is the most overused term in all of professional wrestling. It's terrible. Um, but, Ronda. Oh, Ronda's officially signed. Oh, boy. It, it says that she's signed as, like, an actual talent. Mm-hmm. Full-time. But I don't know exactly what that means. Is this full-time as in full-time or is this full-time as an exclusive like brock yeah i would guess it's more likely brock lesnar full-time that's what i think that she's an employee full-time but she's like she's not working any house shows no you know although she should that's the best way to look that that's one way to say but look as soon as you make her part of the roster her entire value is diminished as soon as you make her part of the roster she's no longer big draw as soon as she like, starts like appearing as, on a regular basis, right. yeah. I mean, so I think it, so. Do you keep her? Should they keep her like Brock, where she's coming in v- much less than the other people to keep I it mean, as a big draw? Yeah, absolutely. And that's like I said, I don't think she's going to be working house shows or anything yeah. like that. She shouldn't really be on TV every week, at least until they figure out what they're working with. Because mm-hmm. who knows? Like she could be like Kurt Angle and just pick it up immediately. She could, but she also might not. I yeah. can't think of another example on the opposite end of the spectrum, but I'm I'm apprehensive about this, honestly. Like I'm really excited, but mm-hmm. as you know, I've only been watching wrestling for about four or five years now. I didn't watch yeah. as a kid, so I don't have this long history to draw on. And I've never been burned that badly before by WWE. Not yet. Yeah. And I'm scared this might be when it happens, because I love Ronda. But I think they're either gonna play her against her strengths and have her come out there and try to cut these really long-winded promos or they're just gonna put her over at the expense of all the other characters that they've been trying to develop since the women's revolution started Mm -hmm. i just feel like it's a weird balance of things for them to try and do with her as a character oh i agree i don't trust them to pull it off but we'll see yeah, it'll be interesting to see for sure. It's definitely exciting, though. It's good for the it's good for the company, no doubt. True. There's there's no, in no way is this bad for WWE. It's n- there's no way it can no, be bad. Even if they mess up a character, they're still gonna make a lot of money off of her yeah. before that. Like it's gonna it's gonna be good. So it's just is this good for the women's division? Mm-hmm. Is this good? You know, is it gonna end up paying off for the fans the way everyone kind of wants it to? It really will be interesting to see what they do with that i guess but um so moving kind of on to the main event scene we're seeing a lot of people involved in title matches 
We have now not six, but seven people in the Elimination Chamber. Yes. I think it's just too much. I think it's lazy. I think when you have this many people, it's just lazy. Uh, like, I like... Mm-hmm. I I get that this all... Like, the seven men in the Elimination Chamber happened because of the injury to Jason Jordan. I get it. And I, I want Seth Rollins back in the main event. I like that. But it's just like... The whole thing just seems forced and... It's just, it's lazy. It's lazy booking to me. Like, where's the direction? What is the direction of anything going into WrestleMania other than we know it's gonna, or we know it's gonna be Ronda and Stephanie. We know that's gonna be the program. Yep. Whether it's with The Rock and Triple H, you know, remains to be seen. But that's gonna, that's going to be the program. And that'll be fine. We know it's gonna be Shinsuke and AJ, unless WWE's (laughs) complete morons. (laughs) We know it's gonna be Brock and Roman. Like we know those. Mm-hmm. What else is happening? Well, I think we that... are one paper. We are like what one two month two months two, away from WrestleMania. Two pay per views. Yeah. What is any storyline I mean, at all? I think it's annoying that they haven't started any of them yet because right. you think like okay, the Rumble is WrestleMania season, and then we go. And this year, it seems like they're saying no, we're going to set them up at Elimination Chamber in Fastlane. But and I think that's that why seems, that seems it's going to be rushed setup, yeah. and, and then we it's haven't even be nothing. We haven't even touched on the SmackDown. I guess main I event, guess Owens and Zayn will probably be one of the matches. I guess. But then, like the only other I, thing, oh, they I put hope, them in a multi-man match. I guess you know? now they've built up. I guess Elias and Cena, so that yeah, might be the match. That'd be a good match. That'd be fine. I would be very. I'd, I'd like that. But um, <laughs> and then the only other thing is, I hope they carry over. Uh, Wyatt and Matt Hardy. I hope that ends up being a WrestleMania match. I think it will. I hope so. But but they there's nothing. They don't have anything else planned for. Them. Right. And there's really nothing set up. There's really nothing on SmackDown other than AJ and Nakamura, and then maybe Owens and Zayn. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I can think of. Unless it seems like they've been setting up a Shane Daniel Bryan match for the longest time, but then. Daniel Bryan, they're not going to have him wrestle. So I don't get why they've been building that up. Um, unless they are. Unless they do a freaking Donald Trump, Vince McMahon thing where they have wrestlers <laughs> wrestle for them. That's the only thing I can think of. WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump. Yeah, I know. That's just, if Daniel Bryan comes back, I don't want to see him fight Shane. I agree. You but know? I'm I want to see him fight Brock Lesnar. It's so confusing. It's else. so, I don't know well, what's going on. Look, they don't do long-term character-driven storytelling. That sucks. That's not what they do. No, and, and I think that's the sucks. thinking in all the multi-man matches, and they can, you know, they do. Well, which is what the Rumble usually is. Like last year, oh, Roman Reigns eliminated the Undertaker, so they're going to fight at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, but that's it's going to be something like that, but minus a month of build, which is the problem. You know, yeah. That's what, what I don't do. Like. That's why they call it the fast lane to WrestleMania. Yeah, apparently. Uh, I don't know. So what right. is the main event for Fastlane? The main event for Fastlane is a fatal five-way match. It's... It went from AJ versus the winner of Owens and Zayn. AJ was on commentary. Zayn provoked a- AJ. AJ knocked Zayn and then attacked Owens, mm-hmm. who then came out. So then they made it a triple threat match. Daniel Bryan, of course. Okay, and triple still, threat. that's... Yeah, but still, that's still lazy. I want to see one-on-one matches, but okay. Then... The next, for then for no reason, like not even on the show, on online, really? Shane is like, uh, <laughs> for next week, uh, Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler are going to uh, have a match, and the winner of that will be inserted into the triple threat match. Oh, and then did they get DQ'd too? No, and or then... something happened? Yeah, well that was, okay, and then this past week was actually a good opening. It was a really good opening segment, 
uh, Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler came to the ring, and then while Baron, then before Baron Corbin could come out, Owens and Zayn attacked Corbin backstage, uh, left him lying. Then came uh, out, attacked Ziggler, left him lying, and so then, then they changed it to not. It's like they don't now even these watch two, wrestling. Now these two beat up guys mm-hmm. don't now get to. They're both beat up. Yes, they don't get to still have a match now. What it is is a beat up Ziggler gets to fight Sami Zayn, and a beat up. Corbin gets to fight Kevin Owens, and if they both win, they're both in the match as well, which makes no logical sense why that would be the solution. And so they no. both won, and then now it's a fatal five. Now, and I like that they're giving these matches stakes, like the elimination yes, chamber. Too, backing too. up to that, like they have a match to see who gets in the elimination chamber. They have right. matches to see who's going to be the last one in, who's going to be the first one in. The Miz and Cena did that. That's really interesting, and I feel like everything they've done on SmackDown for like the last six months has been whatever they're doing on Raw, but, like, diet. Yeah, no, I think, no, the, the, the opening tropes, was cool, you know? but it's just, yeah. the whole thing just doesn't really make sense. I heard, I don't, I think I, I... Okay, my favorite part of SmackDown was Ziggler Zane. everyone was excited about that, we finally get to see that matchup, mm-hmm. was a very good match. Ziggler won the match, pinfall, 1-2-3 with a super kick. It's back, he did baby! It. He did it's it! It's back! It's back! The move is a finisher the again! The super kick is back! I mean, it's... This Against those... everything the Young Bucks have tried, it is now a finisher again. <laughs> oh, I was so happy. I that's was like, funny. yes. I, that's the thing. Like, I know it doesn't make any sense if we're thinking about this as like any sort of real competitive fight, but that's one of the things that I've always loved about wrestling is just the video game rules that apply. Yeah. Like Dolph Ziggler can hit you with a super kick, and it only does like half the damage <laughs> that would do if Shawn Michaels hit you with a super kick. Like, right. It makes no sense. I'm curious to see how this goes, and we can use this as a segue if you want, to how the rest of, like, our, our main topics on this show will go. Because I feel like I enjoy the silliness a little bit more sometimes, and if you disagree, please tell me. But I, I think just because I didn't grow up with this, so I have no expectations, that was part of what got me into wrestling in the first place, was kind of having to say... Okay, you know, it, it is inherently silly a lot of the time. You get the Heath Slater in the Royal Rumble. and oh, that, that was funny. That was my favorite part that of the Rumble. That was awesome. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Like, that is perfect use of that. It really is. I mean, he's got a great spot in the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, what Heath Slater does, even even Kurt Hawkins, to some degree, with the losing streak, yes. that works to some degree. That's some great. Because, that like, works. if he's going to be a loser, own it. You yeah. know? That's fantastic. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know when they're ever going to do it, but whenever he beats somebody... It'd be a big deal. That's going to be, like, a month of a story right there. That'll be fun. <laughs> like, imagine, you know, like, just imagine if he steal Like, Kevin Owens is, like, the United States champion or something, and he steals a win. Well, they'll Kevin pull Owens a James Ellsworth. Yeah. Like, I mean, with, milk it for all it's yeah. worth, you know? I was hoping Ellsworth would come out in the Rumble, but... Yeah. Maybe yeah. next year. You, he doesn't work for the company anymore. No, I know. But, you know, just bring him back for one... You know, Mysterio's... Back in Japan or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Just bring true. him out for one thing, have him get killed, or <laughs> I mean, you know, hurricane, that sort of thing. Oh, I love that. I popped, oh, you got so huge. excited for a hurricane. That I popped was fantastic. Huge with hurricane coming. I was in. not was expecting. That. Me neither. I wasn't either. I was so happy, man. I love the hurricane. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite like comedy gimmicks in all of wrestling is the hurricane gimmick. Ah, uh, the stuff with him and the Rock. If you haven't watched it, I have not. is gold all right it is gold it's from like 2002 or three uh-huh. or sometime around there he had like a several week little like angle with the rock and Goodness. it was fantastic 
He he pinned the Rock <laughs> at one point. I'm sure he handled. He that choke well. slammed the Rock too. Because that was his finisher. I don't think it was a choke slam. He's there. this. He's like right. He's like a little bit height. taller than us. Yeah. And you know, small We're not guy. Tall, by the way, I yeah, know. <laughs> he's a small guy, and his finisher was a choke slam because he was a superhero. He had super strength and could choke slam people. Brilliant. That's fantastic. <laughs> so they did that in the Rumble. He came out, yeah. grabs Cena, and you see Cena like give a huh, <gasps> like a distracted oh, no. thing, and then he waits and is like, "Wait a minute, no!" <laughs> and he just lays him out. That was amazing. It's fantastic. Perfect. Anyway. So yeah, that that's our little rambling bit on the current state of professional wrestling. Woo! So uh, yeah, so we'll see we'll see how that goes. So we'll we'll take a short break and then we'll come back with the actual show, Dusty Rhodes and his gorilla. now with world television champion the american dream dusty Rhodes. david crockett mentioned earlier dusty that you would have a very special friend with you here today why don't you tell us more about it you know i told you last week i said just real plain and simple i said to the cola i said brothers i said i can go to any zoo in the country grab me a gorilla like you got walking around with you and get the job done and the cola said i don't know i can't i can't hear about no gorilla well, I went to San Antonio Zoo. I flew all the way to San Diego. Not only to see the zoo, I had a pretty little piece of brown sugar there that was just so good. Anyway, I went to San Diego. They say, I ain't got a gorilla bad enough that can talk to you long enough. I want you to come over here. I'm going to show you something. I told you. I say, I'm bringing Betty Lou with me. Betty Lou is my cage, baby. This cage, hey, baby, how you doing? Mm, yeah, do what? Not right now, darling. She always wants something from me. I don't know what it is. I'm telling the cool off and going on record right now, Daddy Nationwide Superstation time. Next week, I'm going to bring me a live gorilla. I'm going to put in this cage, and you're going to have to deal with it. Now, this gorilla can talk, can walk, can dance, and prance. It can do most anything I can. And it's going to be right here. It's going to be big and bad. And, you know, I looked all the way down, and I say, this gorilla has to be able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. It has to be bad. It has to make love better than James Bond. It has to be mean and evil. And I say, gorilla, when I bring you here, I want you to mind your manners, Jack, because you're with the American Dream, the Tower Power, the Matter, too sweet to be sour, 260 pounds of screaming, stealing sex appeal. And I say, gorilla, you're going to be in here for the call-off. So call-off. If you're listening, if you want to know what's going to be in here, you're going to have to show up because you say I ain't got no partner. I got a partner right in here coming. Right in here. What, baby? Yeah. No, it's all right. Oh, I just, I got to get away from her because she's always talking to me. Next week on this live television program, the TV champion of the world, of the world, going to have one little bitty, simple, bad gorilla right Okay, and we're back here on Behind the Gorilla. This is episode one, Dusty's Gorilla. That is that is going to be this topic. All right, and I'm excited because I don't know anything about this. <laughs> well, I will tell you because it is quite a story. Lovely. So the angle started April 20th episode of NWA World Championship Wrestling. That was the name of the show before it was the name of the company. World Championship Wrestling was the name of the TV show. Okay. It was on TBS. This is in 1985. 
Dusty Rhodes was confronted by the Koloffs. Ivan okay. and Nikita Koloff, also with uh, Crusher Khrushchev, was part of that faction too. Beautiful. And um, they are the, the Koloffs are the tag team champions. And then during their little banter, he uh, proceeds to tell them that he could win the titles from them using a gorilla as a tag team partner. It was kind of, it almost <laughs> even seemed like a throwaway thing. Right. That seems and, like the kind of folksy thing yeah. that he would say, like in a moment of passion. Right. You know, like, oh, and so, and he compared Nikita to a gorilla and said, right. I can get a gorilla of my own from the zoo and, and defeat you guys Perfect. for attacking. Okay. So at this point, so like, then, whatever. It's just a promo. That's, and then, you know, and then, but at funny. the end of the promo, he throws in that he's going to do it. So what? you're like, what? Dusty, what? <laughs> so then the next okay. week, they're back on the show the next week, and Dusty's sitting there. Tony Schiavone is uh, the ho- the main right. host. Him right. and David Crockett are the two hosts. Tony right. Schiavone's been around for a long time. So he's sitting there, and you go over, and you see Dusty standing here with a giant cage the next week. He has a giant cage, okay. and it's empty. And he calls the cage, <laughs> he calls the cage <laughs> Betty Lou. Okay. It has a name, and he's treating it like a woman. So this is a real he's slow. He's kissing it. This he's is a like, slow build to the He's gorilla like here. caressing it and right. everything, and he's saying that next week that, that he found a gorilla. He found the meanest, wow. most intelligent, but yet sweetest because okay. Dusty Rhodes gorilla, and he's Great. gonna bring them next week. Oh Man. my. Okay. So now, yeah, I don't want to interrupt your train of thought. Go ahead. We were talking about this earlier. This is not. A gorilla kind of promotion, is it? Because no. we, we're going to talk about a lot of weird stuff that happens in wrestling. Yeah. This is not when you'd expect it. No. Like, I've only been watching for a few years, but I know, like, there's been a Yeti that showed up one time, and we might end up talking about a lot of this stuff Probably, later. Like, there's yeah. been a Yeti that showed up one time. Been... There's been a zombie. There's really a whole menagerie of t- just just terrible or Kane great. Used, Kane used to be things. a uh, Christmas tree. Oh, I forgot WCW. about the Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah. That was before, and he was an evil dentist after mm-hmm. that, right? Yep. There's so, no weird stuff. Not in the NWA in 1985. No, not at this time. And this, this is when, like, you tell, you know, Dusty Rhodes that wrestling isn't real, and his he's kids will fight knock, you. Yeah, he's going like, to knock you out. Yeah, he's got to. Cause it's that's, ultimate kayfabe. You gotta, yes, you got to defend it. Like, I remember Cody talking about this on a being interviewed after he left WWE and he would go to school and kids would be like, Hey, what does your dad do for a living? And Cody said, you know, my dad always told me, well, the first time they ask you, you know, you tell them. And if they say it's fake, the first time you say, Hey, that's what my dad does for a living. I don't want to just drop it. All right. Just be respectful. And if they don't do that, if they keep making fun of wrestling, you take them outside. That's what you got to do. You know? So this is, yeah. This is like wrestling is real. Right this is now. back this in the is... day when if you're a heel and someone tries to fight you and you don't win the fight, you got fired. You're pretty done, yeah. Like in I think you mid, back it I up. think uh like mid south or somewhere over there with like Bill Watts, I think. Uh-huh. It's literally if his heel lost a fight, they were fired. That's fantastic. And people would actually fight them too. Because yes. everyone oh, they're the heels. Yeah. So yeah, so this is a cheat to win and that you know, Dusty Rhodes is like he's He's the common man, right? Yeah. He's son of a plumber and hard times and all that great stuff. So this is this is the but he got a gorilla. So this is the height of realism in NWA wrestling yeah. in the South, you know, on TV, all this stuff. So the next week, sure enough, cuts over to Dusty inside Lou. the cage, named Betty Lou. He's inside the cage now. Okay. No, no, not Dusty. Oh, but inside the cage yeah. is a gorilla. Wow. Well. Kind of. Is, oh, okay. It's, it's, what's actually, it's 
a man inside a bad gorilla suit. Oh, really? But uh, 100%. I, I was afraid, man. They are all playing it 100% no. real. No. I'm not kidding. No. It, it is 100% they are playing this straight. And it Regan. just, it makes no Everyone's playing it straight. Except okay. the only ones who are struggling with this is Tony Schiavone and David Crockett. <laughs> they are like. Are they laughing? Or are they I mean, just... eventually, yeah. There are times and they're laughing, okay. but they're just trying to like. But they're just there's no way. So they're like, trying just... like we're not supposed to be in on the joke at all. Like they're trying. No, to they're trying to play it, it straight. Wow. And but the crowd is loving it. Okay. The crowd is going crazy, and Dusty is feeding it bananas. He's he's getting Tony to come over with the microphone and interview it, and what it's just is... making like pfft, sounds. Wait, like literally, like not even gorilla sounds, just no. literally like Yes! Sounds? I'm dead serious. It, it's crazy. The funniest part of this whole thing is that the crowd is super into Oh, the crowd so was clearly up. they were in on the joke, I guess. I guess. But they were eating it up. And That's then, bizarre. So they, they finish the segment, they talk about the coal-offs or whatever, it comes mm-hmm. back, and then later in the show, uh, that they've, that he's, Dusty's now gotten the crowd to name this gorilla. And it, they named it Baby Doll Number Two. If you know the Baby Doll character, it was the valet of Tully Blanchard back in the day. Okay, and right. Actually, and actually, and the week before, the Dusty Rhodes had just lost the t- TV title to to Tully Blanchard okay. at a show. So that's why they named it that. That's nice. And um, but yeah, the crowd has named it. Of course. And oh, uh, nice. so then now near the end of the show, Nikita Koloff is wrestling just a jobber. Okay. And with the other Koloffs out there, and the gorilla is still on set. In the cage, Just like out. watching, Eating and he's going crazy while watching the match. Oh, he's, he's into going it. nuts. He wants some. Yeah, he's going crazy right. watching them wrestle. And then uh, after the match, Koloffs are being interviewed next to with Tony, which is close to the gorilla cage. And then as they're and the whole time, the gorilla is just going crazy, like uh-huh. trying to get to them. Yeah. And then when they're done, and they're like acting nervous and like scared. <laughs> Of course, because yeah. that's a real gorilla right and there. It is, obviously. apparently. And yeah. then, then as they're leaving, and Koloff's like, ye- you know, yelling the last thing like to Shivani, it's like the uh-huh. gorilla reaches over and takes his headband off. Oh my! And like they freak out. Yeah, Tony yeah. Shivani's like, oh, then th- you know, and all they're all freaking out and they run off. And the gorilla's sitting there like eating on the headband. Just no. And that's the it. end of the show. Score, man! What a cliffhanger! But we're not done. Oh, I hope not. The next week. Okay. Dusty Rhodes is back with the gorilla. Invested a lot in the cage. Still trying to get Tony Schiavone to interview him. Still just not doing anything, not saying anything. Okay. And uh, and apparently this is the day before Mother's Day. Oh, well, I like where this is going. So now Dusty Rhodes, to celebrate Mother's Day, has found this gorilla's mother. And has brought her. Oh my! To the show. Oh my! He That's goes not out. Where I thought that was going. Grabs the gorilla. Grabs Wait. a smaller gorilla now that comes in wearing a bonnet with a handbag. Because it's a baby gorilla. No, that's his mom. Oh, this is the mother gorilla. Okay, I'm sorry. He brings the gorilla's mother. Okay. To the show. Like, in another cage through no, the crowd. No, just, just, just walks it in with a with a, okay. with a chain. So she's a nice. Oh, okay. Like, like has she's it, a has nice chain up. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they, they, the gorillas are super happy that they're like, re, re, uh, they're brought back true. together. I wonder how they got divided in the first place. I also love this scenario because that means that in kayfabe, Dusty Rhodes was absolutely capable of corralling a gorilla. Oh yeah. If he needed to, using nothing but a chain. Yep. 
Yep. Which like, and also that gorillas wear bonnets and have handbags. That's true. Well, that might have just been you know, so we could tell that it was the mother. Maybe. You know. But at this point, Tony has no idea what to do. Tony Schiavone Does is anyone? just like, he's like. He, he's like the way I Defies. was watching this. You can tell he's just sitting okay. there like, this is the most ridiculous thing <laughs> I've ever been a part of. Beautiful. And um, it's the craziest thing I think I've almost ever seen in wrestling. Like, just the time... Pl- because again... A gorilla's mother with is, the gorilla. Right. It was... Anyway, so then it, that was it. Okay. And, you know, and then he took the gorilla away. Okay. And then... Um, then later in the match, another match with Nikita Koloff versus another jobber. Right. Gorilla still watching on. Just hanging out. The crowd. Also, this is another thing I noticed. The crowd. I mean, the Koloffs were super heels. They were the Russians. Oh, they yeah. were Soviets. And they were super. So during a lot of their matches, the crowd is just like starting to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Like during the <laughs> match. Later, then another Excellent. match. They're just singing the national anthem. Oh, that's fantastic. During the match. It's great. It was awesome. So that Again, was, this is very like real world patriotism yeah, at the height of the Cold War. It is. Also, there's a gorilla. And also, the there's a gorilla. Just hanging out. So after the match, uh, Dusty's in the back again, cutting a promo on the Koloffs. And this time, the gorilla gets out of the cage. Mm-hmm. He really gets out of the cage. Oh, yes. This is is this I'm sorry, is this baby doll or mother? This is this, this, is, this, is, this is the, the same this is baby doll okay. number two. Okay, okay. The mother the mother's gone. He's out. Out and about. And uh yeah, he gets out of the cage, comes over to Dusty, and uh Dusty hugs him, and the the gorilla hugs him back, mm-hmm. and then Dusty says that they are they're gonna be tag team champions. Him and the gorilla. Okay. And then they leave arm in arm. Aww. And also Dusty uh, the, uh, the gorilla gives Dusty a nice kiss. Oh. And then um so then, then uh, late then uh, later on, the Koloffs have a tag team match. The the gorilla gets free and Again. comes and starts to harass them around the ring. Oh no! And you know, and I, Ivan Koloff has taken off running. He's the big bad guy, and he's like jumping a, into the ring in fear of this gorilla. This is a gorilla. I and then mean, Dusty Rhodes has to come over and corral him and take him back. And right. that's the end of the show yeah. and pretty much the angle. Really? This, this we got no payoff. Okay, no, this Come no, on. no, no. There's not much of a payoff. But this is the most amazing thing. Okay. The next week, Dusty Rhodes is like doing an interview, and then coming to join them is Dick Slater, who basically flat out says that he was in the gorilla suit the week before. Okay. Basically, just says that. Okay, because that was again not to cut you just off. Just admits it. I Almost, was... but not like quite. Like he doesn't still okay. want to fully admit it. He's like dropping hints. I about think I'm it. way more into this angle now. I was about to say like I'm imagining like, like he comes out and says, "Next time you're gonna be the one in the suit," <laughs> stuff like that. And you're just like, I was, "What?" I was already fantasy booking a whole world where like they win the tag team titles and then like later they unmask the gorilla and Dusty is like in shock because he thought it was a real gorilla. Like I was, I had all these scenarios in my head where he's like, "What?" Like, but you're just talking about a time where wrestling wasn't like that. Yeah. And so, and it's like for them, like all to admit it. It's like I don't know if the whole thing was just as a joke to the crowd. Like yeah. I'm not sure. Like they just didn't have anything for Dusty to do for a couple of months. So they just I, said, I mean, hey, I get. The- I guess it was only like a, you know th- three or four weeks total, maybe. Right. But it's just like I don't get where they thought the crowd would be in this. Like, I'm not sure if That's they were fully playing this as a joke. Right. Because if they were, 
Which it seemed almost like that. Now it does when you when you say that because now it you know. But, but that was he knew done. there was a man in the suit the whole time and he was just messing with him. Right. Like you have the Russians taking it seriously. Right. And commentary taking it seriously. That's I what I don't missing. get. That's bizarre. Like like but you just I mean it's one thing for that to happen you know in the late in the early nineties oh, or yeah, even for now sure. it, you yeah, know like, exactly like I think of um I think of Hulk Hogan. Mr. Getting America? fired from the company. Mr. America? Coming back as the masked wrestler, Mr. America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone, you know, Vince McMahon is losing his mind trying to say, no, you're you're Hulk Hogan. I know you're Hulk Hogan. I fired you. You can't be here. And it's, Mr. America's like, I don't know what you're talking he's about. passing a lie detector test. He takes test. a lie detest- detector <laughs> test in the ring and passes. And he's, yeah. you know, like he beats him in a match and he kind of holds up his mask and winks at the camera like that. That's weird. I don't thing. know if that's good or not because i didn't but i feel like i would enjoy that watching it live like i enjoy watching the highlights of it yeah but this is like they're like no really who is this guy like, like the that's time the equivalent and place it. it's like i just yeah. don't i, I i've that's never amazing. seen anything like this in like nwa wrestling in the uh-huh. 80s like this is the most like height realism now do you think it's all their fault do you think like WWF in the early '90s with like Mantar and Isaac Yankum, the evil wrestling dentist? Do you think that's where it started? Well, that's this just was, that's funny to me because WWF success mm. was like they were the you know WCW was the real wrestling and right. NWA before them was the real wrestling like right. treating it like a sport and WWF was the cartoon right with Hulk Hogan. I, that's really funny because it sounds like they tapped into the cartoon a little bit and it really worked and they just I guess the crowd was into it the yeah was, of course like this is a worked. TV crowd so it's only that's like true. a few hundred people because it's in a studio but it's like they were they were fired up for this that's gorilla that's awesome and I really that's hilarious because I was thinking I didn't know again I didn't know what we were talking about coming into this and I don't know the history I was wondering if they would go so far as to have a gorilla match of some kind yeah get him in the ring and i feel like that's kind of them trying to maintain like the joke by not having the gorilla wrestle because then obviously that would be too silly yeah but also dusty's in on the joke i that's fantastic but like if it was a joke you think they'd make it more quote-unquote obvious right yeah it's like just, that Dusty knew it wasn't a gorilla. Right. Dusty Rhodes like and this whole thing 100% always was like, this is a gorilla. Yeah. Ever, never was like, there was no hinting or anything from Dusty at right. all. So it's like. That's really weird. Can you, can you understand. take the Russians seriously after that as bad that's guys? When, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And I couldn't. Again, in storyline, if you think that the gorilla's real, like that's, that's dumb. Right. But if they go off the assumption that the gorilla's real and the Russians are scared of him, and then next week they're like, boy, that sure was crazy with the gorilla. You're like, okay, well, that was dumb, but like, that makes sense. Right. But if it comes back the next week and he's like, next time you'll be in the suit, wink, and you're right. like, wait, was that not a real gorilla? <laughs> and if not, why were they scared of it? I, That's really I don't weird. Understand. I wonder if somebody, like, I just imagine somebody got sick of it and just pulled the plug after a week. That maybe I don't know. I mean, I'm sure somebody knows, but just hearing about it, I would love to hear that story. I just want to hear how what that even came about. I don't. I'm kind of shocked it didn't happen more often because I feel like if you're doing it every week, you got to run out of ideas eventually. I don't know. I guess, but that's, I mean, like, this is amazing. like before. 
Like, this is 1985. Like, this is before, like, the 85 Starcade, like, with Dusty and Ric Flair <laughs> and stuff. Like, this is, like, <laughs> earlier in the year. This is that same year. <laughs> and, and it's, like, and, and, and through this also, Dusty Rhodes is, like, peppering in, like, promos also, like, with Ric Flair. And also mm-hmm. during this show, on the same show, there's this incredible program with Ric Flair and the U.S., who's the champion. And then uh-huh. the U.S. champion, Magnum T.A., during his like rise right. and when he was you know before he got hurt he was going to be the next like guy and so like this is going on like right before then a gorilla segment so it's like that's just so... the straight you I have real like NWA and then this other segment this that doesn't happen. fit in with anything else on the show in <laughs> any way that's fantastic i feel like they just didn't there's no like there's no way they thought that anybody would be watching that 40 know. years from I, now and I talking don't know. about it on a podcast you know like at that point it was just you know you do it and it there it is it's gone it's out there and we move on to the next week like you said all the money was in live shows right television was yeah, just television kinda, was just advertisement for, just the, for the live shows. right let's we got to do something let's just, mm-hmm. let's screw it let's do a gorilla all the matches are just job yeah. matches really yeah, they're, you they know, really they're are very in rarely and you know good you know good matches on tv yeah and so it's like i i don't know that is amazing. Now again, bringing it back into the idea of Dusty Rhodes corralling a gorilla, like if Mama Gorilla tries to attack someone in the crowd, who one do you think Brock Lesnar could, in any way, shape, or form, hang with a gorilla in a fight? An actual gorilla. An actual gorilla. Oh, and if the answer is not. no, because grown gorillas are like huge. No. Like how young of a gorilla? I don't even. Would it know, be a competitive dude. fight? I would. There's like because there's an amount, you know, like a teenage gorilla, like pound for pound, could he beat a gorilla, like a gorilla that's actually his size? Like that, how tiny of a gorilla would have to be to weigh two hundred and eighty pounds? I don't know. I I should have researched this before. Gorillas weigh like a thousand because I asked that not knowing anything about gorillas or other animals, and I want to make this a recurring segment. Like you know how many. You how know, many, it's like a man-sized duck or five. How many John Cena's would it take to face a gorilla? Yes, like that type you know, of thing? like the you know the age-old question of like, would you rather face like a, a horse-sized duck or five duck-sized horses, <laughs> that sort of thing? Like, how many wrestlers could defeat how many animals? I don't, I don't know. That's just yeah. That, These that's... are the important questions that come to mind. You know, and this is yeah. what I love about wrestling when you just kind of poke at it and you say what. Oh, no, see, a Western gorilla, 350 okay. pounds. Okay. So that's like what? I mean, big yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, that's not too bad. Braun Strowman versus a gorilla. Okay. They have the dexterity. I mean, Braun Strowman can flip an ambulance, so I think you'd be that's okay. That's true. Oh, shoot. That's true. I didn't think about that. I feel like he'd be... I feel like he'd be okay. I feel like he's he's not nimble enough. It's not even yeah, like the strength that's advantage. True. That's true. Like, they run around on all fours anyway. They're basically always in a grappling position. That is true. They're they're like prime wrestling positions. This is real quality. uh, This is quality analysis. I'm trying to think of (laughs) other fun combinations. Would that be a good pay-per-view match for you to watch? I'd watch it. Animal Kingdom? Yeah, just put them them in a steel cage. You don't even have to fight the gorilla. Just escape. The gorilla's been waiting all its life for a chance to climb out of its cage. What, do you just not feed the gorilla for like several oh, days no. then? Oh, this is getting, now that's real. That's like some gladiator stuff right there. Like, do you not feed it for like a day or two? Eat, do they eat meat? No, I mean, I don't they don't. They don't, they don't even eat meat. They, they just they eat, eat plants or whatever. That might be your equalizer. 
you just starve a gorilla so it's a little bit slower and weaker mm-hmm. to fight Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how well this that is would a real, go over. This is a real can of worms that Dusty's given us here. I that's gotta be true. Honest. This is quite a dilemma here. That's Man, and that's just hilarious because I think about, you know, again, going back to like Cody Rhodes, like when the Four Horsemen broke Dusty's leg, he wore a cast around the house for a year. Oh, yeah. No, that, like, that yeah. was leading up to 1985 circuit. That's beyond, later in like, that year. Beyond legit, this guy. Mm-hmm. So that's that's fantastic. And I know we're going to, there's so much great dumb stuff oh, we so can much. talk about in wrestling. There's so much I don't much know stuff. if we'll find anything that's as good in terms of everything else was so serious. I know. You know, a lot of the silly time. stuff happens and you just think, yeah, all right, it's wrestling. Like, I've had that experience a lot. There's always something, like, there's, you know, one storyline on every show that's just like, yeah, all right, this is fun. Right. You know? But this is real wrestling. Like, these are people fighting. This is, you know, Ric Flair's going to sleep with your girlfriend. Dusty better beat him, you know? This right. This is real. That's amazing. And, yeah, and so they had a guy in a gorilla suit come out and do, like, two weeks of programming with Dusty Rhodes and the Koloffs. And cut promos. Now, this is my last question, and we can end with this if you want to. Is that why they call it gorilla position? Or I, is there another reason for that? No, no, that that's that is not why it's that's called gorilla. Really position. disappointing, I'm not gonna lie. I thought about that like two days ago after you told me what the topic was. Yeah. And I thought, man, I hope he hasn't thought about it, and that turns out to be true. But No, okay, that that's well. that's not Man where that came from. That's this I'm gonna choose to believe that that's where that came from. And I don't even know because that's you know, that's like right behind the curtain. So that's, I guess yeah. it's a little bit different because the gorilla is within view. No, the no gorilla position was named after gorilla, gorilla monsoon. monsoon. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that is I've again no classic wrestling history. <laughs> that's I forgot that was the first gorilla in wrestling, gorilla monsoon. Now I have two gorillas to think. Yeah, about. gorilla that's, was around before. What a name. Yeah, I know. That's, Gorilla Mon- that's a great name. What one, of the, name. one of the greatest wrestling announcers ever, for sure. That's, okay, that makes more sense. I'm disappointed, but I'll accept that. That's yeah. an acceptable reason. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah, so that that's one of the strangest things I've ever seen in that's, wrestling. That's certainly it. Um, good I, stuff. I, when we first were co- coming up with this idea, I was like, this is a good idea for a pot. There's some, and this is before I even had found this topic, but I was just like, a podcast on this the strangeness that is mm-hmm. wrestling mm-hmm. would be you know entertaining and something a little different beautiful and so i was looking up just weird i mean i i thought of a few but i was trying to look up some weird wrestling angles and uh-huh. i found this like thread like old thread online Excellent. that was mentioning a bunch of these bizarre angles uh-huh. and one of them just had like a little sentence about dusty roads and a gorilla and i was like what? What? So it took me forever researching this thing because there was not a lot. Like it took me a while to find when the episodes were and like all the yeah. stuff. And then you know I found a uh, really good YouTube page um, that has almost all of this old uh, NWA shows. Shenanigans. This um, yeah, it's four wrestling fans with the number four is the name of the YouTube page, okay. and he has almost all of full shows of these old uh, NWA shows and stuff on here. That's fantastic. So, so is it uh, is it on the network? Did you look? No, it, no, it no. It feels there, like the kind some. of thing they wouldn't really promote. And there, there's it'll some probably ep- be eventually. Maybe. They do a good job of... There, there's a handful of episodes of NWA World Championship Wrestling on the network, but uh-huh. this group was not yeah. part of those. So, um, 
but yeah, so so I was able to watch that the whole segment and really and, nice. and I went back to see like how far it went. So I found mm-hmm. like it was like two weeks before, and then kind of didn't really go anywhere after that. And mm-hmm. and it's just one of the weirdest things that I've ever seen. Is beautiful. That's why we watch this show, man. That's true. And it's fun. You know, that's the kind of thing that's. You know, if you show someone an episode of Monday Night Raw, you hope nothing like that is happening. <laughs> because exactly. then you gotta like, oh, okay, look, I, we know we're, it, we're in on the joke. It's, uh, look, don't look at that. But, like I was telling you earlier, that's the kind of thing that I really appreciate as a wrestling fan. Especially to counteract, you know. Like, when it's serious, there's nothing like it. It's great. No, but It's wonderful. Yeah. You know, you get... You know, you get the Sting Ricky Steamboat matches, yeah. and then you get the Sean Dusty Brett Rick matches. Flair. I you know, mean, you, yeah, you get these great, you know, very serious angles. But then, you know, for every one of those, there's a gorilla, three gorilla in a suit <laughs> matches. Yeah, especially nowadays, I just feel like there's yeah the serious to not serious is very lopsided and has been. I feel like I, since the Attitude Era, I wonder how much that's always been true, and we might figure more of this out as we go. But how much of that is just like there's a lot of serious stuff that just nobody remembers or talks about because it was just yeah. like fine. That's true. You that know? is true. Like when it's when wrestling is bad, it is memorably bad. It's true. You give it that. Yeah, you know, it it has its moments when it's actually when it's really bad, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to watch. It's probably more beautiful to watch like 40 years out yeah. when it's not, you know, taking up your time every week. That is but, true. Oh man, I'm just. I wonder Roman Reigns should have fought a gorilla. He should have. I would have gotten him over. He should have a CGI gorilla. Oh man, a guy oh, in look, a motion still... capture suit. Andy Circus as a gorilla. Yes, he could have fought Caesar. In ten years, it's gonna happen. The technology will be there. They can do be an like empty. A video they can do feud. this. Is what no, this is what it is. They do an oh, empty man. arena match. Record it earlier. You know, several weeks before, have time to make the gorilla. Beautiful. Yes. And then show that on Raw. Him and versus a motion capture gorilla. Oh, that's beautiful. They could do it. They do it in movies all the time. That's Vince, if you're listening, million dollar idea. WrestleMania. Right yes, dude. <laughs> oh, Roman man. Roman versus gorilla. Universal championship. Gorilla goes over. I was going to say, you might put the gorilla over. Gorilla goes case. over Just in uh, nine and a half minutes. Because you've got to tune in to that. Gorilla goes over with a bear hug. Just Welcome to Monday Night Raw. Okay, this is my final gorilla-related question. What is your what is your choice for your gorilla's walk-up music? I mean, it's got to be George of the Jungle, right? Well, I was literally thinking that. <laughs> That's why we're doing this. We are on the same page. It's That's gotta exactly be. what I was going to say. It's got to be George it's of the Jungle. It's got to be. What else? Can, it can't, yeah, it can't be anything else. But no, but they don't even have to have the chanting. Just have the drums going. Because the crowd is going to sing it. Right. Obviously. Right. <laughs> all they need is that little push and the crowd will jump all over it. Oh, I'm really disappointed this isn't real now. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Fantasy booking at its Good. finest. That's quality fantasy booking. That's almost what, you, what we should start doing. Just doing a little segment on the show that's just a little bit of ridiculous fantasy booking. I'm all for it. Look, keep your Finn Balor in the Universal title match. We don't. We don't need any of that. <laughs> I no. want to see Roman Reigns fight a gorilla. Yep. You could put, like, the gorilla's child in a steel cage above the ring, like a shark cage. Yes. Winner gets custody. Oh, man. Custody match with the gorilla. With the gorilla. With the gorilla kid. Roman Reigns and his gorilla son coming to the <laughs> ring. 
That's money. Animal fantasy booking is about to become the greatest segment that'll in be, the wrestling podcast. That'll be industry. another whole podcast. We'll do it. Oh, a, a separate podcast, Animal Fantasy Booking. I kind of like it as just the dessert at the end of the episode. You know, you just come with like a would you rather, except it's animals. That's not bad. No, I it's think not we, a bad we idea. struck gold here. I think we're on to something. All right. Anyway, that'll that'll be it for the show, though. This is uh, this is Behind the Gorilla. I'm Mark. I am Harris. And we'll see you guys next week with another absurd topic. This one picked by Harris, so... We'll keep you informed on that topic, and I'll let you know on Twitter. If you want to follow us, the, the Twitter page is behind underscore gorilla, and then both of our uh, Twitter handles. Mine is at Marky Mark Brand. Oh, mine's at Harris Wilson. Anyway, that'll be it for this week. Thanks for make listening, sure, guys. Make sure and uh, follow the podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Um.